0: Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Clippy Point. This is your captain speaking, Captain Ben. Along joining me is Mr. Tim Murphy. Tim Murphy. And, oh, wait, the camera's way off. Whoa! <laughs> Whoa. Yeah, it's Whoa. over there. Yeah, Paul Murphy. All right. Now let's go ahead and welcome our special guest of the evening the one, the only, Mr. D. Wayne Ramsey. <laughs> Oh, what up guys <laughs> hey how you doing good
1: good made it
0: happy for you to make it pal
1: yeah for sure
0: I fixed it sure. already uh, oh. a little bit more just all right? oh. you know, a little bit more finesse he, he's, oh. Uh,
2: he's he's, he's oh he's the engineer. he's yeah. the captain he's the he's captain, the captain. Okay. so you know the captain has to be in charge of everything and touch all the components <laughs> uh, yes indeed okay so Dwayne, how you doing what are you doing you still working in the shop you still working
1: yeah, man. Uh, I'm actually still at the shop. Um, I, I actually, I'm not gonna lie. Uh, shop hours are nine a.m. to five p.m. So from five p.m. till like 20 minutes ago, I went fishing. Oh, oh
3: there you
2: go. <laughs> That's awesome.
1: So then, Good for uh, you. Yeah, man. I've been been busy here at the shop doing. Uh, got a couple of engine swaps going on with some customer cars, and then the normal uh, like flow of things: limos and tires and. Literally everything. So, it's been yeah. Great.
2: So, you. So, I heard you get some odd projects that come through your door. Do you have any odd projects? Anything you want to share? It's kind of unique.
1: Uh, so right now I am almost finished with a say eighty four Toyota Cressida wagon Ooh. that is okay. uh, getting a well it's already got a one UZ swap so like a non i one UZ. So. Well, so-
2: how are those one UZs I mean still people are still doing that swap? I guess it's
1: it's there's not a lot of aftermarket for them. Um people like turbo them and things like that, but that gets more like complicated when plumbing and all that stuff. But for like a a car that's gonna be just street driven mostly, a one U Z is like perfect for it makes a like, similar torque and horsepower
3: number. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, and they're fairly reasonable. It's is are there more people so that's swapping to the OEM transmission you do the whole the whole transmission everything comes out of uh,
1: no, the donor so, car so this car was actually already 5 speed swapped the Crescent oh. Wagons didn't come 5 speed but the customer had already 5 speed swapped it years ago um, so there's a company that makes an adapter plate basically to use the transmission he already had mm-hmm. with the 1UZ so it all came together like super great like oh, the, that's cool. The shifter is like in the exact same spot as it was originally.
3: Oh, good deal. Nobody coming to asking for a VR6 swap yet? No, no, no.
1: <laughs> no I'm, I'm gonna close my shop door. No, I'm saying. I don't know.
2: <laughs> no VR6. Not, not yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, hey, he, it is different. Randy did. I mean, there was a part like a time where I was like, oh yeah, you know, I've been looking for somebody to do that swap. But then when well, now that I see a swap done, I'm just like, yeah, no, I won't do that.
3: As my yeah. question is really is the timing cha- is the timing gears the timing bell- gears are in, is the, really least, in the back yeah
2: oh
1: my
3: god
2: From the cam gears are in the back <laughs>
1: yeah I mean well, that's the way the the B the B 58 is like the is that way too yeah like the, the timing cover you got to remove the, the transmission, transmission to get to the, the timing cover
3: <laughs> oh god well, you better hope you don't have any timing issues yeah <laughs> yeah no
2: I'm okay it's you now the older I get, the the more I'm just like uh, I don't want to be unique anymore. <laughs> just yeah. Being being uh, you know unique, unique it, it, it's just a whole bunch of nightmares for and R and D that yeah, just a waste of time. So, anyways, that's I just want to get a little see if you had anything going on. Go ahead, Ben, and you have some questions. You're
0: the one that organizes this thing. I'm just
2: I'm just along for the ride. Oh really? <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, um, no, I was just like doing off. By it. I'm still kind of like setting up. But, yeah, it's a great question in regards to the the Cressida because mm-hmm. I've been watching him kind of like work on it. Right. And it's um, it's an interesting project that it doesn't come around often. and mm-hmm. just to see it happen. It's almost as crazy as when I see his stories on limos <laughs> and all these like oddball vehicles. And I'm just like, really? He works on that? And then. <laughs> Where can we see these things? Oh, it's For those other
2: a- are people are—I well, mean, you know, I know—but where can other people that are watching if they want to check these oh, things out?
1: So Instagram at uh, Ramsey Race Prep. Ah, the name of my shop. So,
2: good deal. Check it out. Okay, there we go.
0: Okay, um, going back to um, let's actually talk about a little bit about clutch stickers, and I want to get your reaction towards the news of the Freedom Factory, and um, what was your reaction towards that news
1: like the news of what
2: sorry well going from so going from so now we're kind of like rewinding back we to see because we haven't so. talked to you since we started freedom factory gotcha, so gotcha. going from emerald coast dragway um what were some of the pros and cons that you went like felt or thought when you found out it's going to move down to freedom factory
1: so i guess with the old the original clip kickers track the track was so it was Short, like well, not short, but it was small and slow speeds. So, and the drivers, there wasn't any layout changes we could do. Basically, there was a couple, but we would have to rearrange like the whole everything. So, um, the the track was so it was the same for each round basically. Um, and towards the end of like the second season, the drivers were getting so good at putting down like a super solid lap. So like qualifying and even battles were like, just we were waiting for someone to make like a, a large mistake basically, um, or their car break at that point, just because it was such a, the laps were the same laps over and over again. Um, I'd say the, obviously the pro is opposite of that, of the Freedom Factory where we have uh, a bigger facility, a bank, a faster track and then we can change the layouts to whatever we want uh, so that's that's a huge thing especially since like the new drivers coming into the series i feel like after maybe one or two rounds at the old track they would have been able to get a 100 percent dialed and fit in with everybody else but now with the freedom factory Every of every uh, round is a different layout, so every driver it's it's new to them. Even the guys that have been driving clutch kickers since the very first event, you know, two years ago, uh, right. three years ago, um, and it's it's just good to challenge the drivers. The way I look at it. Mm-hmm.
2: Now, as far as distance, it's further from you, right?
1: Oh yeah. So the original clutch kickers track in Holt, Florida, was a 10-hour drive from Houston. Um, now, I just fly to the events because the drive to Tampa or to Freedom Factory is, I think, 18 hours. So oh, yeah,
2: yeah so that's not too much. That.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> All right. So, obviously, I think that's one of the, the things that we did uh, like about the Freedom Factory, the ability to... Um, change the layouts challenge the drivers as you mentioned the drivers were so dialed in it made it difficult to judge it was exciting because you had good tandems but it made it harder to judge you guys were constantly finding certain areas of the track to just tweak to make it a little awkward for those drivers to challenge them now you have and you can see it in the driving the tandems are no near what they were at the Emerald um, coast driveway and uh, you know you could change the layout. So you could definitely see it in a competition. I'm sure it makes your job a little easier, but I will have to say, you are like a masochist because you're still judging. Reality, right? So, yeah. w- and this is kind of a question to kind of, I know we're, I'm straying off topic, but I, I do that. My brain kind of wanders. Um, what would you say are, if anything at all, that you like about judging And what would you say is your least favorite thing about judging?
1: What I like about judging, I I really like just being involved with the drivers and the sport in general. Um, As we know, drifting is like super expensive and takes up a lot of time to like to be a driver, like to prep your car, to mount tires, do all that. And I've done that for years. Um, I still drive; like, got my car right behind me. But um, it's it's just a whole lot of effort to be involved as a driver so i still feel like as a judge i'm able to be involved in the sport and you know talk to the drivers and see what they're feeling or you know things like that and still be involved but
3: um not have to pay (laughs) basically right
2: yeah do you think people treat you at different now that you're a judge do people like maybe don't i don't know does, has there did any is there a diff- negative
3: connotations? Yeah, there's there negative, positive? right,
2: exactly. Like people, like, hey, you know, you got people kissing your butt, you know, that normally probably <laughs> wouldn't be. And then you have people that are pissed off because you, you know, you told them they lost. Yeah.
1: No, I, I think everybody's pretty, pretty cool with it. Um, like, I never recommend, like, reading the comments on any post or YouTube video or anything. Um, a lot of the people that don't know, like, who the judges are or, haven't been involved in drifting ever, and are just watching the, you know, the live stream for the first time. Uh, they have no idea that all three of the judges we've been driving, each been driving for over a decade, um, right? And so we're like well-versed in every aspect of drifting. Um, so it's it's a little challenging sometimes because, yeah, the comments are brutal. But
2: yeah, uh, this sucks.
1: We do our best. <laughs>
2: Well, I'm a fan. Appreciate it. (laughs) I mean, I got your back. You let me know. I got your back.
1: All right. All right. Appreciate it.
2: Yeah, I won't try to trick you anymore either.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We'll talk about that later.
1: Yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah.
0: No, I was just—I think you touched on something that um, I think is often not brought up. It's just that the drivers or other drivers or the competitors that have been the series. Aren't aware that uh, the judges themselves have been in the trenches mm-hmm. and have gone through a lot of the struggles, uh, both uh, you know, time, money, right, and and just you know, blood, sweat, and tears, right. And they're 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 full aware of like what these guys are put you know going through. So to say that they're you know they have no idea, I think it's right. a it's a mistake.
2: Oh, well, absolutely. But like yeah. you said, like like you was saying, a lot of people don't. Especially that it's going through the Freedom Factory and Cleese's website. There are a lot of people that are going to be on the live stream that really don't know much about drifting. Um, that's kind of where me and you come in as start not even
3: judging of drifting
2: happens. Right. Exactly. So it's like it if, I, if I if I if I right if I turned on like a skateboard competition. Right. I mean, no. I don't I don't understand what they're judging. Right? They're like, yeah, i Yeah. No that was the wrong like, like, yeah, look great. Give them a ten. You know. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So so but as a judge you should have experience real world experience in the sport that you're judging and that's why we have dwayne jeremy and will right so it's it's uh, maybe we need to do a better job or maybe we should do like maybe we should do like oh you don't know, have these bits that for the for the for the drivers that they go on it's ala and maybe oh, we should man. do one with the judges oh,
0: hey, it's show us some idea. like past
2: drifting right just like a little montage of, these yeah. are our judges and we'll do like a little montage
0: yeah
1: That'd be kinda yeah, like, cool. I've been, I've been drifting since 2006, and I think Jeremy and Pat are like right around that range also. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Or not Pat, sorry, Will. Um, right. well, Pat Pat has also been driving for the same amount right. of time, but um, yeah, so it's, we're, we're experienced. Like, I drove an FD Pro 2, and then I also drove the second round of Clutch Kickers, um, the second ever round. The first year right. of Clutch Kickers was a series. And I loved it, but yeah, traveling is just so expensive as a driver, um, and the event preparation, like leading up to it, is just brutal sometimes. So
3: yeah,
0: that's that's far, that's far. Yeah, for sure. So after what you experienced in round one with the, um, I guess you could say, uh, the torrential downpour. Of the rain, you're like, okay, well, can't get any worse than this. (laughs) (laughs) Well, 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 let's let's talk about that. So the first round,
2: it was good. No, it wasn't. They had we didn't do qualifying. They had to. No, 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 I'm not (laughs) talking about the first round. No, I'm talking talking about the first round. round. We gotta we're gonna work. We're gonna try. We're gonna try to stay on schedule here. Okay. Okay. So the first Mm -hmm. round, it ended up not doing qualifying. So it's like, how what? How do you guys figure this stuff out, right? You guys are able to keep the show going, but like, at what point are you guys just like, "What the hell, man"?
1: <laughs> I mean, the whole the whole time we we're all like that. Uh, basically, the coach kicker staff um, gets together and we kind of just throw around ideas and talk about solutions. And for round one, it was the rain was just so bad. Every time we would get the track like kind of dry, it would downpour again and basically it was not due qualifying and then sunday start with no practice the first laps turned on the track on sunday was, was top 64 so right. that was uh, i can't remember who idea whose idea it was but it was the only option we really had to finish the event basically
2: yeah yeah i mean and and, and i mean it, we got we got it done you, yeah. It was. You got the top sixty to four and then it worked out perfect. We all kinda got home a little early. We worked our butts off, but uh, it's so and so now that's how that first round went and, and it right. just it you know, it's in Florida <laughs> and and people that watch it that aren't from Florida, um, just I don't think they realize how much it actually rains here. Yeah. You know, it rains just about every day in the afternoon, right? And it doesn't
3: move in; it just appears. <laughs> right, right. It just spawns. You know, it just
2: like it just spawns out of. Out of you watch the the, radar. the the radar, and these things just just pop up. Like, where the hell did that come from? But, um, so like we, you think we'd be used to it by now? But I think every season and every round, we're just like, come on, does it have to rain today?
3: It's always going <laughs> to rain in the afternoons. When right. you get right. that wrapped around our brains. Yeah. So, <laughs> okay. And then fast yeah, forward.
2: To, yeah. And then fast forward to the second round, you had to deal with it again. Yep. Right. And,
1: and uh, I
0: think. Uh, sorry. Go ahead, Dwayne. So every round, I'm, I'm bringing
1: flip flops, a rain jacket, and an umbrella. That, that's there you go. That's what I'm bringing. <laughs> yep.
2: That's that's you know, flip flops. That's and that's the thing. It's like everybody from Florida. We wear flip flops the most part, and we that's why flip-flops. because you, it's most likely going to rain. You don't want to get your shoes and your socks wet, so you yep.
0: wear flip flops everywhere you go. It's like Florida man in uniform.
2: Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, and we drag our feet. If you know Florida people they tend to drag their feet because there's no hills in Florida, so. <laughs> yeah. so we're not used to picking our feet up. So we're Florida
0: foot draggers. I call them Florida foot draggers. Um, so the the one thing I kind of wanted to mention is that it. I think what happened in the first round it kind of like threw us off our expectations for this round, in the sense that with the first round we had no qualifying, but we did have that marathon of a day for the top 64 getting through all of that. Right. Then Saturday comes around. Well, you know, Friday went well pretty, for the most part, but Saturday comes around, and I don't think. Any, I think that a lot of people weren't expecting it to be that long of a day, that it ended up being. Um, was do you share the same sentiment, uh, Dwayne?
1: Yeah. So the way the schedules are like for, for the season, basically, is Saturday is practice qualifying, and then the first round's the top sixty-four. So when at the first round, there was I don't think there was as many drivers. This round we had seventy registered drivers. Um, you know some maybe didn't make the event or didn't or whatever the cars broke or whatever um, but there was I think there was 70 people 70 drivers that made at least one qualifying lap so we got all of that to do and then top 64 at night um, or the evening whatever it was um, it's just a lot of a lot of laps especially uh, when we're up in the tower, you know, basically critiquing every every lap, you know.
2: Right, right. Well, I mean, that's that's why you make the big money.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. the The thing I like to do too is like for most of the practice sessions, like the ones on Friday and Saturday, um, or especially Friday, uh, all three of us judges are out, like in the center of the track, making adjustments to certain like interclips or. Extending or shortening outer zones, or whatever the case may be, um, and kind of seeing how drivers are are driving the track. Um, and then on Saturday, I kind of do the same. We kind of all do the same thing, uh, but I'll sit up in the tower, um, like the judging tower, with you guys. Um, I don't I don't think you've been there uh, that early, but during practice, I'll basically pretend I'm scoring a qualifying run. Um, to kind of, get in the groove of things and I'll do that for 30 minutes of practice or something just to you know see all what my scale is going to be of where I start Mm
0: -hmm.
1: that's what
3: qualifying is all I do like is that we do see a good you know we had all the way from 30 points to ninety one, I think was the highest. It's a good range. 91. Yeah, it's good range, and so it's typically it's, consistent too. Well, but it, it, it's not like where some other times you see where it's just eighties, nineties, eighties, nineties. Everybody scored eighty or ninety. Yeah, this was like you, you could see such a you know such large gradient.
2: Now, and not only that is one thing I noticed that we're talking to um, Gabby. Gabby was he was down in the in the field, and and this goes back to Ron, the uh, Emerald Coast Dragway how the vantage point, right? Because there was a lot of things like they were saying, I guess the people in the pit in, in the infield were like, well, I didn't understand. I didn't make any sense. I was like, it's different. You're not looking at it at the same angle. And they're like, no, it doesn't make any sense. It's just, yeah. just was, it was. It's like, you're not looking at the same angle. It's a total different angle.
3: Yeah. We're seeing it from the top. I mean, we have the top view right up where we're sitting. And then mm-hmm. we have the camera angles. And then we have a lot more vantage points than they do in the center, which yeah. that's all they have is the center yeah, but certain, you can really see.
1: but certain th- certain like laps where a driver might drop one tire and we thought it was two, or drops two tires and we thought it was one, or whatever the case may be, it it may not be 100 percent certain on the four camera angles that we have to review. It's like the official uh, like footage for the judges, so
3: mm-hmm.
1: it gets a little difficult to like make those calls, but.
0: We do our best. <laughs> yeah. So, would you say that's what happened with um, Davy Peoples and, and Nick Ward?
1: Oh yeah. Okay. So, um, looking we'll at my notes, I got it over
0: here. So I
2: guess we're going uh, into the battles now.
1: Well, I mean, he brought it up.
2: Yeah. Well, I mean, you might. So, or do you have that um, on keyed up to play? Uh, no, I'm okay. just curious. You don't have to do.
0: It. I'm just curious if you had it. I, I do, but it's a little tricky. Just, okay. Tricky. tricky. I, I didn't test out the. You, you know, didn't test be, it out. Yeah, okay. Yeah. All right. Well, go ahead as you were. Yeah. Okay. C- carry on. Carry
1: on. Uh, so it was Nick Ward leading Davy Peoples on the first lap. Um, basically, the he had a Nick Ward had a really good lead. Uh, it wasn't like perfect, but um, Davy Peoples was pretty shallow in outer zone two while he was following. Uh, there was a huge gap and basically no proximity. Uh, to the lead car. And then when they switched, Nick Ward had really good proximity and there was an incident in Outer Zone 1 that Davey Peoples went off course, uh, which led to basically the, the run being over, in my opinion, uh, as as the one of the judges. Mm-hmm. Um, so for that decision, it was... A, like a kind of a split decision where I voted for Nick Ward because I gave Davy Peoples a zero or two tires off on Outer Zone One, and then the other guys, uh, Will and Jeremy, voted for Davy Peoples.
2: So. Right, but that was that came down to Good camera Nick Ward,
3: and Nick Ward spun. It.
2: Well, yeah, Nick Ward oh, spun okay. at the end. So, but like for 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 for. Um for him, he was saying that well, it didn't matter if he spun at the end because the other guy zeroed out already,
1: right? Uh, but but zeroes, yeah, over.
2: right. So, as far as that's his concern, but the problem was it wasn't like, well, if if he saw two tires off, then then how come the other guys? Well, it, we just didn't have one camera, there was an the angle of the camera where Nick was so close behind it Davey, was, it that was you-
3: arguable is what it is and i saw
2: but there was no right but i'm saying yeah but there was no like oh you could see it right there because you could see the tire both tires off it was kind of like you had to judge it by how deep into the grass the lead tire was
1: yeah we we watched um, all the camera angles as many times as we could and then we basically made a judgment call on our personal experiences as judges and made the vote separately based on that uh, And I still don't know 100% whether there was two tires off, but from my experiences, the length of the car that was on the track from the camera angle that I saw, there had to have been two tires. It had to have two tires off in the rear.
2: Right, yeah. I don't think I saw any pictures or anything surface, I, I don't... I don't know. Have you have you seen anything since? I haven't well, seen anything. I haven't seen it, anything. Uh, so. Gabby
3: said it went two two tires off, but he said, but "I don't know."
2: But I didn't see the picture of it. I just, you know, yeah. heard somebody else's. Where is the proof? Yes, pics or did it happen? Burden good. of proof, man. Yeah, Burden and of and proof.
1: Obviously, too, with with doing the events live, we're judging them live, and we have you know replays we can watch, but we can only use the official clutch Kickers or live stream uh, media, so. If there's not like a, I don't know, one hundred percent certain thing that we can say from those angles, we have to just make a judgment call.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Um, I have a question, and and kind of uh, let's backtrack a bit, and uh, just to clarify, uh, what it what is it that you're judging again?
1: I am angle this year.
0: Okay, and. As an angle judge, uh, you had to say in regards to where to place the clipping points, and did you I I mean I do recall attending the driver's meeting and there were some drivers that wanted the the markers placed differently and uh, there was some, I mean in my opinion for the most part, it seemed like the the markers and the clipping points were well suited, in my opinion. And there were some drivers that were really hitting all the marks, so it's it was possible. It's just unfortunately that, as you saw through the, throughout the event, there was a lot of people struggling in different areas throughout the track. Whether if it's the outer zone one or the initiation, mm-hmm. or either people are initiating late right. or they're not setting themselves up properly for outer zone number two. Mm-hmm. Um, did Did you at any point feel that you um, you made the wrong call, or do you were you still definitely set on where you placed the the clipping points?
1: I was one hundred percent sure we we were. On where we place the cones and uh, for the end of or beginning and end of outer zones and the, the inner clips, um, my my thing is, uh, Jeremy is the line judges here, so line is Jeremy has more of a say than I, I feel like than Will and I, um, where we place the ends of the zones and things like that. Um, but at the same time, it's I th- I think the where the cones were placed were. They were all perfect. There was, it was difficult to make it to the end of Outer Zone Two, for sure. But there was definitely people that were doing it um, mm-hmm. multiple times throughout the weekend. So, I, I think we were correct.
0: Mm-hmm. Right, and and it was just kind of um, interesting throughout the whole event. Where, and, and I kind of foresaw this in a way where people would either just like leave certain areas either to get either they ignored the difficulty of it or they just wanted to just kind of like gain some speed so right. get some sort of a competitive advantage. Right. But I think many people forgot that by leaving those areas mm-hmm. or not filling in the outer zones properly, they kind of like hurt themselves. And for all we know, like there was a couple of moments where like we needed to side by side and review it several times. Mm-hmm. And for all we know, by them making those mistakes, it kind of uh, worked against them.
1: Yeah, so it, it was super, super common for, all right, so drifting is not about how, if you beat the other guy to the end of the, the course, like, so it's, yeah, you want to go fast to, you know, pull a gap maybe in tandem, but if you cut line and then somehow pull the gap, you know, by doing that, that's probably going to be a, a disadvantage to you, even if you, you know, and by like four car lengths, um, uh, just because the the tighter line is going to be a faster line. And most of the time with outer zones, every time with an outer zone, it, that's going to be the slower line, which is great mm-hmm. for tandem. So if you're, if you're cutting the line and going really shallow as a lead car, the follow car is not going to be able to be close to you, which is the lead car. Spot. Right.
2: Right. But then you're not doing your job as a lead driver, right? Your exactly. job as a lead driver is to be like you're doing a qualifying run, be in the zones nice and tight on an Eclipse. Yeah. But, I, yeah, to, to Ben's point, I did see a lot of drivers picking and choosing the areas that attract. Well, I don't know if they're picking and choosing or they're just struggling that much, but, like, they're picking and choosing certain areas that attract like to impress the judges, right? Like, some, it seemed like some people were entering the second outer zone shallow in order to try to stretch it deep into the, at, you know, to be deep at the end of the outer zone. And then our other drivers, like, I, 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 I swear almost every time chelsea was chasing that first inside clip he would just take it out like if he was chasing like yeah. he would just take it out every time to try to keep up you know <laughs> cut that line like he, he didn't even care if the cone was there he was just trying to sh- he was always really shallow transition through the center section to keep that speed up going into the the second outer zone
1: yeah and like as a driver like i understand if you're a follow car and your car is you know slower or whatever than the lead car then of course you're going to have lower angle you may cut line a little bit, but, and I don't think Chelsea really did that, like, super, mm-hmm. whatever, exaggerated, but, um, Chelsea was super close, every run he had, yeah. which was a, a huge advantage to him, um, and so, even if, yeah, like, knocking over, if the lead car doesn't knock over an inner clip, and the follow car does knock over the inner clip, it would all depend on how close the follow car was to the lead car. Mm-hmm. If he was, he was, three car lengths behind him and then right. you know yeah. then that's obviously just a mistake on the, the follow car but if he was right on his door and yeah it's still gonna be a mistake on the mm. follow car but not weighed as heavily in, in my opinion
2: yeah yeah and then that's yeah che- chelsea is very rarely more than a car behind right. i was actually surprised that first time they went out
0: right with uh how, salvio
2: yeah how far uh salvio got in front of him i was like what happened there <laughs> you know and that was that was i was surprised salvio was doing pretty good I think but he um he
0: was sleeping.
2: He was... yeah something But he well he popped the hood did a couple little tweaks the next <laughs> thing and i was like <laughs> oh we'll turn, he oh, turned the boost up <laughs> a little bit dropped some air pressure and boom then that story changed
1: yeah for sure for sure
3: that's funny
0: but uh, talking about Chelsea, uh, why don't we talk about what transpired with uh, him and Matt Schulman on the second run, where Chelsea was chasing and there was a contact at the end of, well, actually on interclip number two. Yeah, so, and
2: and that's very—it's almost the same thing happened when he went to gets Savio, correct. So,
1: all right, good. Go I gotta
0: head out. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'll, I'll all right, go. that's our show. Thanks, people. Oh, okay. <laughs> no. So um, when,
1: Chelsea, <laughs> when Chelsea hit Schulman, uh, it, it's a bit of a kind of a judgment call there where Shulman's lead lap was phenomenal. And it's probably the fastest he's driven all weekend and the greatest you know line he had had all weekend with the most angle and, but Chelsea was right on his door. Um, and right before inner clip two, there's a small diesel area where you can use that area to slow down the car briefly while you transition. Um, that, but it's noticeably before the inner clip. So, with that impact from Chelsea and hitting Schulman, we deemed Well, I I don't remember exactly how the other two judges voted, but uh, I know that I deemed Chelsea at fault for the contact. Um, After watching multiple replays of every camera angle we could, there was no slowdown from visual – there was no visual cues of Matt Schulman slowing the car down. Um, He was on throttle. Yeah, he did e-brake probably – slightly before the car was ready to transition but it was as he was transitioning and it was in the diesel area so it that's where the diesel area is, if the follow car hits the lead car in the diesel area then the mm-hmm. follow car is going to be a fault unless it's an extreme slowdown you know, unfollowable or something but I believe that Matt was going to showman was going to complete the lap if Chelsea didn't mm-hmm. hit him
2: yeah yeah, he didn't come to a side where he It wasn't like, you could, you could. It definitely looks smooth. it's for me, at least, from watching the replays over and over again, right? It looked like he had good momentum going through there. So I don't know. I, yeah. I definitely agree with you. It guys.
1: was it was definitely a tough call, tough call to make. Like, Shulman and Chelsea are awesome dudes, but it just uh, we gotta we gotta make calls, you know, somewhere. And that was a crash basically in the diesel zone that caused yeah. Shulman to straighten out. So the run was over. Uh Um, that's what happens when you follow super close
0: (laughs) yeah the did did the thought of maybe showman transitioning to late like run through your mind or was it like clear and definite where the uh deceleration zone was at
1: um so watching it like live visually i was like okay that could have been you know, at the inner clip or whatever. But the first replay I watched of the contact, um, it was whatever, forty or fifty feet before the inner clip too. Um and that was where we had it on, on the track map that we talked about the driver's view. Mm-hmm. So uh, when I saw the basically the first replay, that was an indicator of it was in the diesel zones.
3: Hmm.
2: Okay. Well I mean there's that. Yeah, yeah. I mean well, no no reason else? to beat a dead horse. Right, right exactly. Yeah, okay. I mean like on I said, to the next one. <laughs> it, it's,
3: it's up, but yeah, I
1: mean it maybe if if Shulman was somehow like magically able to stay in it, but it looked like a pretty pretty rough hit. Um that ripped the wheel out of his hands. Um so it is what it is.
2: Yeah, I mean that that's that's a tricky part of the course, even in a dry. I mean it, it is for some reason right. it seems like that side of the infield is um, sl- more slippery than the other side of the infield, to me. I don't know if maybe it's because of the speed that they're going through and they have to slow down more in the second half of the track, the end of the track, or in the first inside clip, they could just kind of fly through it, but it just seems like that area right in front of us has less grip than the other side. I don't
1: uh, know. Yeah, and like also the, the inner clips replace some different spots on the track, so uh, inner clip one, wasn't such a large sweep to get to the inner clip. Oh, okay. But inner clip 2 was closer towards the inside of the track so you had to make that transition around it.
2: Oh, uh, okay. Okay.
1: Kind of hard to explain yeah,
2: it's right. a sharper turn.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Visually it probably looks similar but it's definitely noticeable. Or it wasn't a noticeable amount.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, one one of the things that was running through my mind was there was um I forget which car it was, but somebody broke down and dropped liquid throughout that section of the course. And I was, was me- well, I don't remember exactly. I just remember the kitty litter being dispersed and them having to uh, clean that up. Yeah, and I was just worried that like because you saw uh, Brandon Winnick mm-hmm. lost control there of uh, Nick Ward, mm-hmm. obviously another one that had lost control there. So we had a couple of notable drivers that just lost control. At the well, last you, minute, yeah, at the last moment, like that, and you're like, Well, what's going on over here? And it wasn't until like afterwards, I started thinking about it. I think I saw a comment somewhere. No, that was well, I don't know, Sebastian blew his motor, but I know, um, Connor
2: Connor yeah. or Sully did.
3: Well, but that was yeah. Yeah. oh,
2: John. Thomas Muller, Thomas Muller blew his motor. I think
3: it
1: was Thomas Muller that put all the oil down, there. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, the Freedom Factory staff does such a really good job of like when there is oil down. They got the kitty litter out. They got the brushes, or the you know the tractor with the brushes on it. Uh, and if there is like an extreme case, I, we give sight laps for the next pair of drivers or whatever it may be. Um, but yeah, I mean they're super competent, in cleaning the track up. I don't think it really had any any downside. Now, if it would have rained, like with the oil on the track still, then that would have been <laughs> way yeah. way worse for sure. But
2: yeah. Yeah, and I mean, but kind of to your point, that the track staff is quick to react to cleanup, but they're also quick to react to um, accidents, like we saw with uh, Ryan Acevedo. Yeah, I mean, he Whoa. hit the wall really quick, and they were out there pretty quick. I don't—I I heard he's doing fine, but he was pretty—he was pretty shaken up. Yeah. From what I understand, he lost a belt or lost power steering, and he just wasn't able to straighten out. Yeah, and
1: that well, that section of the track, like well, the end of the track. Uh, basically you're transitioning you're coming out of a flat and you're transitioning like through an elevation change up onto the bank
3: mm. and
1: yeah if, if you don't have power steering and you're expecting to have power steering then that's a bad time for sure
3: yeah yeah so will
1: and i talked to ryan after the event and uh he seemed yeah he's definitely shooken up but he, he seemed all right he was wearing his hans device too so that was great
2: yeah yeah, makes me think I should get one. But I got, I got a while to go still before yeah, I need that.
3: Even uh, you know, you know, <laughs> felt like it was about that he had and, mm. you know, how it should be just kind of uh, mandatory. Yeah, so, well,
0: well, it also kind of reminds me of Cabot uh, Cardoso uh, during the testing of oh, oh, the right. layouts. Yeah. It was like one of the final runs and all of a sudden he lost power steering and it went into the wall. Yeah. So there you was that incident. Curls yeah, something. I got to see Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it is. So pull-ups. Uh, right. So talking <laughs> about rain and uh, round two, luckily uh, the judges had their own meteorologists on the booth to kind of <laughs> keep them updated on what <laughs> yeah. was happening. So what was uh, your your takeaway on the um, how the uh, weather unfolded uh, throughout the event?
1: Well, it was great until it
2: wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> sums it up pretty well. You know, I really thought we were going to get away with it like and then you guys kept giving everybody one more times. <laughs> <laughs> got
3: to clean it up. I know, clean I know. It up, man.
2: Yeah. But yeah, I got, it was like we are this close we got to making it. Really close. We yeah, did really, really get really close.
3: close. I was expecting it to. Oh, I actually I don't know. I was looking at the weather as well, and I was like,
2: "Well, you told me that was going to rain at eleven, so it didn't rain at eleven, but still, it's like, man. I mean, we almost we almost made it through. Like it was going really good. It was cars. Everybody seemed dialed in. We had we had our issues, but man, it's just like the last. We, we got seven drivers at the end,
3: right? Yeah. If we didn't take that fifteen minute break for top sixteen. We would have been almost through.
2: Yeah, you're right. If we didn't take the top the 15-minute break for the top 16.
1: <laughs> well, well, the issue with that is that we would have the like, drivers wouldn't have been ready or you know. No, no. I know,
2: it, and we're just he's just joking. He's just joking. Oh, okay. Um, but you do you have some runs or something to play or?
3: Oh, you? What, he's yeah. got nothing to play.
2: He has played before.
0: Or... Oh, okay. No, let's, let's okay. Let me let me try to set it up. But okay, in try. the meantime, uh, Dwayne, why don't you uh, tell us about? Um, after wait, waiting an extended period of time you give a one more time call and all of a sudden we're like okay down to the wire we come back from an extended break and then you have Alec Hollandale and Taylor Ray go at it and you're like okay well finally got some action going mm-hmm. and then it was like a jelly fight right <laughs> so uh what what was going through your mind as uh, that battle uh took place
1: for the second one more time so right. Obviously, the track conditions had changed greatly from when the last time they drove, which was, you know, whatever, 20 minutes before that. Um, And we gave them sight laps. And then after the track had been dried up and whatever, um, we gave them sight laps. And I was – when I saw Taylor Taylor Ray spun, like, as he was – I think at interclip two and it was just like ice. And I was like, Oh yeah. man, this is going to be a mess. So when their first run of their second, one more time, um, there was definitely, uh, some less than ideal driving, but they yeah. did really good for the track conditions, how they were. Right. Um, yeah. so in the middle of, of their battle it started like right before they were going to go for their second lap yeah it started raining again and then we were like shutting down in the tower basically and they the track staff uh, pull up asked the drivers if they were okay to run and they both gave the thumbs up so we made it happen and Mm -hmm. it was it was so crazy because we could see the, the rain wall like coming across the back yeah. yeah. <laughs> tower. And so their second second run of the second one more time was completely different conditions. Um but this time with Alec leading. Um, and I gave it I, I voted for one more time again, which would have been a third one more time, um, just because there was a lot of different mistakes that obviously the the rain has, mm-hmm. you know, a huge right. part in that. Um, uh, let's see. Um, I'm just going to go off memory because I have so many pages of notes here, but, um, mm-hmm. basically I, I know that Taylor Ray had like a, almost a late initiation. If, if at yeah. best it was a, uh, Low angle or slow rate to angle initiation mm-hmm. on on both of his laps, um, his lead and his follow. Um, yeah. There was great moments where Alec had you know great proximity and then you fell off. I can't remember.
2: Well, I, I, I think we point. might we we might be able to play it for you so you can maybe jog your memory because okay. to try hey, to yeah. remember that off the top of your head and, and even when you're reading your notes, even though you got a, a book of notes in there. Yeah, yeah. Um, it just kind of makes it difficult to try to um, jog your memory there. For sure. But um, I, I will say that, and you'll hear it in a replay that when they went around, we were like, "Oh, that's it, that's it. They're not going to do anything." And next thing you know, we're like, "Wait a minute, what's going on?" And I was like, "This is freaking ridiculous. What are they doing?" Yeah. And just, but I, you know, it it's great to see the heart that the drivers um, have that they the, to compete. But at the same time, I just we knew it was going to be a mess, right? I I knew they'd make it around a track because they're world class drivers, yeah. But sure. it just it wasn't going to be pretty, right?
1: Yeah. So and I don't know. Can you ultimately? I'm kind of looking at my notes here. What I what I voted for, why I voted for one more time was all of the different combinations of the mistakes, but also the main factor for me was that the track conditions changed, like in the middle of their battle and Mm -hmm. there was nothing you know rock solid that gave one driver a clear advantage and i didn't want to halt one driver if they made a certain mistake because the lap they ran before that was totally different you know track surface
2: Uh, yeah no absolutely makes sense it absolutely makes sense because it's like you know it was almost like you couldn't even really. I mean, you took it seriously, right? But it's almost like yeah. you couldn't take it seriously, you know? Oh, you got it?
0: I, I think so. I'm going to try this out. Uh, Dwayne, you, you let me it. know if you can uh, check this out, and then hopefully everybody can get a, a good All view right. of Can you see it? They're gonna go. Yeah. It, no, okay. it's
1: no. I can't. I, can't believe we're
0: oh. <laughs> <laughs> I <laughs> thought he could. Oh.
2: Nope.
1: I can see the player look up in the top, but that's just oh, like the field The feels as there. tsunami is just
0: coming in here. They're trying to beat that
1: door. Oh, yeah, it's yeah, yeah. This is, uh, round two. But basically, I mean, that's kind of the the gist of it. Is my main deciding factor was that the track surface changed literally between the runs, and that neither driver made a such a large mistake that it was a zero or even a even a large mistake. Yeah, there was. Uh, I think it was. a... I can't remember which battle it was, but uh, Alec dropped a, a tire uh, on Outer on 1. And then Taylor Ray kind of followed him out there and dropped the tire.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And Alec pulled the gap on him from that. I can't remember. I don't think that's the second one more time.
2: No, I, th- I think that was the first one more time. The, the, we were just watching the second one more time, the last half of it. Unfortunately, yeah. you couldn't see it. But um, it was like I'm gonna try again. Yeah, oh, you're gonna try one more time. Let us all know.
0: Right. All right. But uh, as you were saying, oh, him, like, so
2: I'll just keep talking. Yeah. Uh, I'll just keep <laughs> rambling on and talking about <laughs> how it rained and it sucked. Yeah, I'm just ramble on Rambler. and just I'm feeling space. You know, I'm just like my my pants. I feel a lot of space. <laughs> but yeah, well, no, it's 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 all, it's, it's all fat. Anyways, um, no, it 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 it, it was. It just sucks. You know, I'm freaking tired of this rain, and, and we we're talking about maybe shifting the whole series to like the off season. Oh, can you see that? Nope. Nope. Uh, I'm working on it. Oh, he's working on it. Let us so, know when you can.
1: The issue with even shifting it, I mean, I don't know anything about the, the scheduling with Freedom Factory or the scheduling with Clutch Kickers. Uh, I can see it. But the issue with switching it to. Yeah, pause it. The, um, the issue okay. with switching the schedule to like the winter time is that a lot of the drivers, you know, might be building a new car or might be, you know, like trying to save money for the following or like the next season. If we Mm -hmm. end the season, I think it's in November when round five is, and then we start the season in (laughs) December or January, then that's just going to be a mess.
2: Mm. Okay. Yeah, I guess I get that. Yeah. I'm just like, I don't know what to do or maybe like, like maybe like take two months a break between like uh, June and July right Uh, I don't
1: know yeah yeah.
2: something like that all right let's see if we can rewind it and and now we can watch it and we'll start over again there we go
1: second one more time
2: this is the the second second, yes second half of the second one more time
1: yep all right go all right so here
3: we have it's starting to rain
1: this is yep Poor camera guy. So I don't know if you could back it up to Taylor Ray's entry. Um, when he initiated, it was yeah, super lazy. Like right there, he initiated, but then over the bump, which obviously, I'm driver too, If the track conditions are wet and you don't know how your car is going to react, you may pull the handbrake and it not work as great as you thought it was going to work, or whatever. Um, so. He had like that weird low angle initiation. Um, And pretty inside. Alex doing a pretty good on the outer zone one. Pretty good lap. Uh, Taylor Ray's pretty close. I can't remember if either one of them hit that cone. Taylor Ray, pretty good here. He's a little less angle. But Alex, yep, exactly. Drops one tire there. Um, And Taylor Ray falls back here. So, to me, I can't remember what the first round of the battle was, but it was more... Like I said, there was no clear-cut winner, in my opinion, just because, yeah, Alec dropped that tire. Yeah, that's, that's a mistake and a, definitely a deduction. But I wanted to be fair to both of them, and I'm fair to everybody, where... I know the track conditions changed. Yeah, they wanted to send it again, uh, or send it in the rain, but it's definitely difficult to make a decision if the track conditions changed in the middle of the battle, like between the first run and the second run, basically.
3: Right. Right. Hmm.
2: Yeah, it was it was a shame, you know, and I think that especially after the way it ended right you guys obviously we couldn't finish the event yeah. it was just raining 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 and then yes. um you You're guys
1: from that battle yeah. basically just
2: <laughs> yeah well i'm saying it had you picked a winner then over the with those circumstances i i i think it worked out in the end I, obviously like i said the, the event obviously didn't end the way anybody wanted it to end but had you picked a winner there the other guy would have walked away with nothing basically because Correct. the what ended up happening is he had seven drivers left that we just couldn't and then you guys basically split up the points and the cash and just call it a day. So yep. had had you decided that on such poor conditions, I, I think I think you know, looking back I think that I think you guys made the right call.
1: Yeah, like I was saying, like if if we would have made a call one way or the other, the other driver probably would have been pretty bummed. And then mm. at that point the, like I guess there could have been a way to protest it, but there would have been no way to protest it because there mm-hmm. was a, it's one more time and you can't protest one more time. So if, I'm sorry, you can't protest the one more time call. So if, if we mm-hmm. would have decided a winner, then he could have protested. But mm-hmm. if, since the event was over, he couldn't have protested, you mm-hmm. follow me? So it would have been pretty difficult. We always try to be as fair as we can to everybody. And there just wasn't a clear winner for me.
0: That battle. No, Theater yeah, battle. I, I agree. I agree. Um, so, what were some of the lessons uh, that you learned from this event? Because evidently, it's um, it's unfortunate that it didn't come to an end, considering everything that took place. I mean, again, it was just a marathon of two mm-hmm. days of nonstop, uh, you know, drama, mm-hmm. uh, action and highs and lows and and just to see it like kind of mm-hmm. like in on a cliffhanger like that you're like seriously man come on now yeah so uh yeah so like what are what are some of the lessons that you learned from this event
1: so it's difficult because i with the way the the track drains water and like everybody knows you can drift in the rain and every time i have to tell someone that the event got you know pushed back or whatever because it rained It just like doesn't make sense to me. but with so much water being on the track of whatever it was like five inches deep at one point um the freedom factory is doing everything they can to drain the track and we're doing everything we can to keep the show rolling um, it's just so difficult to plan for weather because we don't really know until that morning basically if it's going to rain mm-hmm.
2: Because yeah. it is Ford. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and and that track is not a typical like that center portion of the track. It's not like you know road land in the rain or a lot of these other tracks in the rain or even OSW in the rain, right? It's it's a whole. It's so smooth, and and we saw that last round, especially when Adam L Z went out that one time, and he was like off throttle coming out of the second outer zone, and he just basically like just coasted yeah. right across with no throttle. Yeah,
1: he tried it, to like drive like after he spun out he tried mm-hmm. to like drive off and his rear tires were just spinning like he was doing a burnout but he wasn't on the brakes
2: <laughs> right it was like, like like driving on an ice lake yeah, you
1: know yeah. so it's a shame Yeah. yeah. And, and I,
0: sorry go ahead Dwayne.
1: I was just going to say yeah the weather is rough uh, there's not really anything we can do Um
0: mm.
1: just come up with better or more rain contingencies you know if it rains at certain times of the event or things like that um, for schedule adjustments but other than that we just gotta open our umbrellas and hope for the best
2: yeah i got my fingers crossed for round three <laughs> yeah we'll be yeah. we'll Ooh. be uh in august
0: so you know it's, deep into the rave. hurricane season
2: yeah but hurricane season isn't so that's the thing is the hurricane season is not like it's not as i don't think it's as bad because i've been down here right right i mean if the hurricane if a hurricane hits florida as long as it doesn't hit you close if, it, if it's not like that close to you, it actually sucks all the bad weather gets sucked towards a hurricane and you have great weather. So as long uh, yeah. as we don't get hit with the hurricane, I care less. Yeah. You know? So and a lot of times the way the route's been going, most of the hurricanes go up to the panhandle anyways.
3: Very too go to Tampa.
2: No. Not too many go to Tampa. No. Perfect. Yeah, so we should be good. We just Perfect. gotta avoid all the other crap.
1: So right. yeah, basically if it doesn't rain it's going to be 105
2: and yeah 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 <laughs> yeah
0: so- 90 percent humidity 105 yeah
3: yeah
0: right. that's crazy have you have you uh, started thinking about a round three already or are you still kind of like uh recovering from round two
1: uh we had like a little conference call to talk about things we can improve uh like with the clutch kicker staff things like that um yesterday actually but um Maybe that was the day before. I don't even know. I'm still recovering from yeah, from traveling and being out in the heat, and also being out in the rain for five days. And I'm gone for you know a bunch of years. yeah, it was just last weekend, man. Crazy.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was. <laughs> um, the the other thing I wanted to ask you, and it's a little bit off topic, but have you considered, or maybe? thought about taking the time to maybe get uh, get some seat time
1: uh yeah i mean i'd like to drive as much as i can i haven't driven this year much at all um are you talking about like on the track at the events like to practice the layout anywhere oh um i would like so my brother-in-law um has he hosts like local events um it's called ias drift he actually Hmm. hosts events like once a month locally and so I might, I might take old girl out for a couple laps uh, it's in like two weeks. So, yeah, I really enjoy driving and just having fun and hanging out with everybody. So it's it's enjoyable for me still, for sure.
2: Yeah, I agree with you. Yeah, it's a definitely, it's so running events and being part of judging and organizing events. It's like. like you said, driving, it's so costly. I mean, we love it. It's so much fun. And and as you progress, it gets more expensive. You go through more tires. You need just more stuff to get ready for it. So it's like running the events, although you're not driving, it's just like you want to immerse yourself in it. Right? So just being a part of the being in the community. A lot of times we only see each other during these events. So you go to a lot of times you go to events, you know, driving is a part of it. If you're not driving, you know, being a part of something great like Clutch Kickers is, is awesome. Yeah. But even beyond that is just reconnecting with everybody that you haven't seen in a month or two or in yeah. between the seasons, you know, six six months or so. That's one of the things I enjoy most is just trying to walk the pits before the event and just saying, hey, man, how you been doing, you know, and just yeah. see how everybody's doing. So that's that's what I enjoy most of Clutch Kickers when we
1: go. Yeah, for sure. I really, like, like I said, I really enjoy driving. Uh, it's just... Well, so I I set this car up to be like around three hundred and fifty horsepower, reliable, simple, and it's just that's that's what makes drifting it more enjoyable for me is if I don't have to work on my car or I don't have to change my tires every two laps, then this is sick. So right. It's uh yeah, like I said, hopefully I don't know, we'll see. We'll see how the schedule works out for about two weeks when he has the next event. All
2: right. Well hopefully we'll see some videos.
1: Maybe. All right. I got
2: you. Yeah, yeah. You're going to get so excited that you're just going to not put the cameras on a car, which I've done before. Like, I just want to go out there and drive. I don't put any cameras on a car. I don't take any pictures. And I just go out there and have fun. I'm like, man, I did not anybody get any pictures? Because I wasn't even paying attention.
1: Yeah, literally what I'll do is I'll be like, on my way to this event, like on social media, and then we'll get there, and then I won't post anything or take any videos of anything. And then we'll leave. I'll be like, man, that was a sick event. But then, like, I'm not, know, <laughs> like, like, what like, happened? What happened?
2: Exactly. <laughs> well, my man, I appreciate your time, and yeah. we look forward to seeing you in in, in about a month or so. Um, and I know you got some projects. You possibly air, air conditioning your your uh, your shop there, so you know, reach out to me or Paul. I don't know if you can actually see my sweat,
1: but
2: yeah. Well, I mean, I, 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 I can. <laughs> I could see it. So just you know, reach out to yeah. us. Whatever we can do from where we are, we'll help you out.
1: I appreciate um, it.
2: Awesome. So keep, yeah. Yeah, so keep in touch. We'll see you soon. Thank you for all your blood, sweat, and tears being that judge and taking all that crap from everybody um, and from myself as well. And yeah. uh, <laughs> and I look forward to sharing a beer with you when we see you up there next time.
1: Awesome. i to find some places. See you guys around three. Yes, sir. All right.
2: Take care. Boy. All right.
1: Peace. Peace. Bye. There we yeah, go. don't
2: make it awkward. Bye, 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 <laughs> uh, bye. bye. Uh, see you later. No, bye. you're still there. I'm still here. <laughs> hang up. No, you hang up. Oh, that's funny. Well, So we're still on, right? Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm just oh, yeah. making sure. <laughs> I mean, we, we could end it if you want. Oh uh, well. We, do we have anything else to talk about? I do.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Go yeah. ahead. I mean, we still can yeah. talk about our experience at the event. Yeah, that's what I was going to say.
2: Okay. So, um, I went into this round. And and I think me and Ben we were there and it was right before practice was gonna get started and um or the live stream was get the the qualifying was to start and me and Ben were like we feel good right remember that good. <laughs> how do you feel? feel he's good? like yeah we're like I feel good about this like it felt like everything well, you guys ruined it shut up so <laughs> no, I you know but we but right Ben am I wrong
0: no, 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 no you're not wrong <laughs> I, I agree I just think that like the. The jitters of the uh, uncharted territories from the first round that we we're going into were like, yeah. they were just long gone because we already knew what to expect. Mm. We knew what we we're getting into. Mm. And it was just a simple matter of just getting going back in there and just doing and improving upon what we did in the previous round. Right. Trying to work on improving our announcing, trying to stay on task, trying
2: to um, standardize our announcing when it goes to each driver going around, make sure we're being consistent in how we're describing everything and not trying not to r- go off into rambles. This is something that we're both working on as announcers and, uh, well, or we we'll consider the talent, right? <laughs> so we <when laughs> look at the, the talent, I'm like, what is the talent? What is that? Oh, that's us. Oh, okay. Um, those were things that leading and as we've been doing the clutch kickers, at least for myself, I've been trying to improve on, um, Ben is just now this season having to fill more of that role and less of the technical side because that's being taken care of now being my partner in crime as we go through yeah he's my partner so uh, you know why' don't
3: you share a room with him
2: uh no, we're not that close. I share a room with the two me and the, me and the other bear we were in the other room yeah. but um my point being that it we went into this round and I think that we had a better grip of what to expect because we already had done the first round. And when I say what to expect, we're not talking about the event and the driving. What I'm saying, what we were felt good about is what to expect on the, um, the way that the event was going to go down and what our roles and responsibilities were and being confident that we could fulfill, um, our responsibilities. Mm -hmm. So that's where we were like, Hey, we feel good. This feels like it. I mean, the rain sucked and there was a lot of things that sucked, but I think for the most part, um I, I think we we did well. We, we, you know, I've always worked well with Ben. We used to do a lot of stuff back in the day.
0: So Right. And and the the other thing I, I do wanna mention that I was it was to me it was a surprise because I haven't really done it as much as I did it, you know, in the mm-hmm. previous rounds, but the I really got a joy out of just kind of talking to the drivers, mm-hmm. and not not necessarily uh, talking to them to try to uh, just come up with a random conversation, but just to kind of see like what what have what have they been up to? What changes have they made to kind of prep for the event? And just the stories that they had to kind of yeah um uh, the stories that they that they had of the challenges they had to overcome yeah from either the previous round or just leading up to this round to just get there you had drivers but it was like so many different like different stories you had drivers with like ignition issues belt yeah. issues uh, suspension issues like all different kinds and everybody had like a different story to tell mm-hmm. and um i i just found it very fascinating and the only um i don't want to say regret but i would say um a, I just suck that I didn't have more time to actually, you know, get mm-hmm. to talk to more of the drivers because evidently our time was uh, limited, mm-hmm. and I'm just looking forward to taking more time to do that for the for the next round.
2: Yeah, I, I agree with you. Talking to the drivers, getting an idea of what they had to go through to prepare. And when you mentioned that, I was thinking of um, the drivers from uh, Dominican Republic. Right. I fr- I forget. Was it Adamus?
0: uh one of them is rafael Damas, and the other one i believe is julian carmona
2: yeah but julian carmona is actually i i think he's local because i he had he he has vvg garage and that's out of margate uh vq or uh, yeah yeah sorry vq garage yeah i don't want to put vg here anyways, anyways. Uh, typo yeah typo but um rafael Damas, that was one of the things i was talking so there's uh jesus was his owner victor was his crew chief and then um and there was other guy that was helping him out because his name's Harlem. They couldn't they couldn't say his name right. I thought it was funny because they're all like uh, Hispanic
3: mm-hmm. and
2: he's not, he doesn't speak Spanish. And he's like, they always get my name wrong. I was like, well, you know, I'm used to that. My name's Tim. So anywhere I go around, people with thick Hispanic accent, it's thing, it's not Tim, it's thing, right? So they are all started laughing. So they're like, oh, thing. Like they all started me calling me thing, you know? But it was interesting to talk to them. And what they're saying is that, kind of to your point, is that for them, they're all from Dominican Republic. So they come over here only for the event. The car stays here, so they literally get here a few days before and have to sort through whatever issues they weren't able to take care of at the end the event. So uh, a team like that coming over here, which reminds me of Luis Lazardi. Remember back in the day, he used to come over from Puerto Rico all the time back when SWD, when he was doing his the pro-am.
0: Right, right.
2: Right, so that reminded me, and they actually pitted next to each other, but it reminded me, because I got to drive with Louis Lazarius, where we got to know each other, compete together, that that's really cool. I mean, that's a lot of heart, passion, and dedication to make that trip over here, knowing you got you. You're already got a handicap, right? Because a lot of these guys are testing tuning their car, they're going to OSW, they're doing a private day, they're trying to get the bugs out or whatever in their area. They have that time to, to try to dial their car in, do some last-minute tune-ups. Mm-hmm. Um, for them, they don't have that opportunity. A lot of times, it's going through practice is working out the bugs. So not only does the driver have to learn a new course every round now, right? It's not the same course every time, but they have to uh, work out the kinks. So there may be times where the driver maybe struggling driving a car, but it may not necessarily be his driving. It could be like a mechanical issue.
0: Mm-hmm. Right. I'm just thinking back to uh, Rafael Damas, who mm-hmm. was telling me that that's not his usual typical car that he uh, competes with. Or right. Utilizes. So it's right. a matter of um, one of the things you mentioned that you have drivers coming over here, having to deal with a, I just realized something sorry having mm-hmm. to deal with a car that they're not accustomed to and then they have to adapt to it quickly and then they're not at their peak performance like what happened at, uh, with Brandon Wicknick as well mm-hmm. having a, borrowing a car from a friend and on top of that being right-hand drive which he doesn't uh do often right yeah so he yeah. has to do that but he was saying that uh, Rafael Damas is saying that back at home he has a Jay Z powered 240SX. Okay, and he's over here with a BMW. Right. Yes. Yeah, totally so different animals. two animal. different animals. Yeah. And you're kind of having to consider like, okay, well, eh, you you ask yourself, well, how would these drivers perform if they had their actual like day to day competitive yeah. car, just like what uh, we experienced with Randy the Mozambique Noah. guys. Well, when yeah. they, Randy
3: Noah, Randy Noah, that's if, true. If he was in his S14, I think he would have done the. Fun better, yeah, what right, it, yeah, absolutely. It is, it is, um, e forty
2: six, yeah, yeah,
0: but oh, yeah, and the, that's the other thing with Randy is like it's so last minute, down to the wire. It's I mean, he just I mean, he, he no practice whatsoever. Right, he basically
2: dyno tuned it, and that was it. Put it on the trailer, brought it there, and they were working on that car all weekend. Um, and he he competed right. He worked his way as much as he could, but he that car needs some work. Needs some dialing in. He needs some seat time in that car. Yeah, it's totally different. It is. It is totally different. And I'm sure it's it's grippier. Uh, the setup. It, 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 I think he, I think once he dials it in, it's going to be a good platform for him. Much,
3: I'm sure it's much higher than his. I mean, his yeah. S14 was slammed. So yeah, it was. Now he must feel like he's like in a four by four.
2: Yeah. So. Yeah, and I was actually surprised Jackson came back out. Yeah, that was a oh, I got that to talk was, to him about that. That
0: was just. Did you talk like, to him? Yeah, so I well, did so get to talk to him. So
2: he did change a turbo, but it was a much smaller turbo. Oh, so choked So, it. yeah, yeah. He said <laughs> when he would let off, it was like, he said, and not only that, he said the gasket wasn't right. So they put like some wire in there to try <laughs> to fill. So he, he wasn't getting any boost, yeah, you know. But, yeah. you know, he did the, all those. Um, he did the trailing arms with all those the, those oh, adjustments. He did? Yeah, it's freaking. He said it was grippy. It was a lot grippier. Was, oh really? Yeah, he redid everything.
3: The whole end. He did all the. What is it called? The so uh, with the. Well, it depends what he did because now they have the 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 um the real DTM. That's what he bought.
2: That thing you showed him. That's what he bought. That kit. When I showed him that you showed him a kit or something one time, you did. Said, yeah, you did. You showed it to him. And he yeah, because
3: like, you can get these actual adjusters that you weld on. Yeah, and you can. Uh, yeah, it goes use, up and down, yeah, yeah, yeah. and it goes in
2: and out. Yeah, yeah. You yeah, 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 showed yeah, me yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, he so showed me his alignment. His line was freaking on point. The rear end alignment. Oh, really? Yeah. So he said he goes, I had a lot more grip now. He was on sixty psi. Oh, really? Because I had a lot of grip. He goes, I
0: just didn't have the power. I was like, Hang oh, on, oh, man. Wow.
3: I was well, like, that's what I'm gonna do. Because yeah,
0: yeah. Wait, wait. You're saying you're going VR6? No, 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 we're talking about the rear end of the E30. E30. My E30. His got E30 now. Remember? Okay, you know I I know that. I'm just (laughs) saying, like you. I heard you mentioned something to Randy that he, that you forgot you told him about. Right? What? I'm confused. Anyways, you may want to talk
2: to Jackson and do it because he had to make a rig to get it to work because he said they had to like weld up a rig or something. A jig. Or, yeah, a jig a rig, yeah. whatever. I call a it rig, a rig a because rig. I rig it. A jig, a rig. rig, Yeah, everything. I rig everything.
3: No, well, I, I get yes because you, I mean, you could screw, you could really screw this up because you got to know where the hell to put it. Mm hmm. And if you don't put it in the right place yet, I understand it. But um, yeah, no, I wanted to do that so that way I could uh, have full adjustment. That's what the DTM guys do. The guys that actually run the E thirties like for for real racing, Mm -hmm. they do
2: those adjustments. There's a guy selling a spec E thirty for like nine grand. Yeah, Um, I'm not gonna. I wonder what that looks like underneath
3: if it has that. I don't know. There's There's a rusted one for five grand.
2: Then there's said, there, there's there's a non rusted one for six or seven grand. I mean they're out there. Yeah, yeah, I, just, okay. I don't have. I still got my Z. But buy my Z. Buy my Z.
3: You better want to buy my G35. It's better. It's got more. No, no it's
2: not. Mine have more power. Yeah. More power. Yeah, you, my you car I mean, is power. definitely faster. You just need the right suspension no, 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 parts. No. I have the right suspension. Parts. I have more angle. he has more angle, but mine goes like that's overrated. This. That's overrated. His goes like yeah it's alright. I got enough angle I got the cheat ticket it's enough angle in there and we'll go power. back to Chris Ow. Jackson
0: world famous Chris Jackson okay, yeah. how I wanted it to be a Cinderella story how he almost got eliminated mm-hmm. but then he came back from the depths of uh, like what you know started yeah. from the bottom and then yeah. worked his way to the top and unfortunately everybody
3: real, they couldn't realize that, how's that thing running because it looks like it's been through like a, a war it rolled it over a couple it, times it's been it, Chris Jackson it's just everybody's like why is that thing Look like that, <laughs> it looks like it has some kind of rabies or something. It, <laughs> it's a, it it a some ravenous
2: E30, it
0: has some, <laughs> kind, of, it has some uh, kind of uh,
3: disease okay. like leprosy. It's yeah. like a leper
0: car. Yeah. Well, uh, I just want to mention that we uh, we we get a, we can get away with this because we know Chris Jackson pretty well. I mean, mm-hmm. we don't want to have people thinking or convey that we're sort of, uh, oh no, oh just no,
2: mm. I mean, he, he built most of this car so. I mean, it took them six years to do it, but <laughs> <laughs> but that's my old car, right? So
0: right, but um, it wasn't in that condition. That
2: no, it wasn't in that condition. just, just I re- just really up. want another E thirty. I'm a really and right. and I and and next time I'll show you Tim's rejection corner again, so I have a good three or four rejection posts for you to look at, <laughs> okay. cars that I've offered rejection. my
0: three fifty Z for trade and got hard nose all right so <laughs> yeah. what uh what were you guys um uh, opinion on uh dan briquette
3: um it you know what so well the car was very slow to transition i felt it was it is a boat though i think they're really big aren't they like they're really are they really long uh, mm-hmm. I, know I, the the expect- I, I know the s c 300s are longer than my g thirty five which that's pretty long. That's freaking long. That's, door. That's pretty long. Yeah, it's freaking right. long.
2: But that car is not, he said that that car is like around 450, 500 horsepower.
3: It wasn't, it just, you know, it looks, it looks slow. I don't know. I thought he did well for his first time and driving there, you know. Um But, I mean, he is a pro driver, so. Right. Um It'd be interesting to see if he really competes next time because, and hopefully we have a dry I, I'm sure he was close to him. He'll probably, you know, he'll, he'll, he'll so. be out again. Oh, I hope he drives again um, because it'd be interesting to see how he does um, because you have like Taylor Hole, that's also a pro mm-hmm. driver. And typically he does better than Taylor Hole in in mm-hmm. Formula drift, So he should do pretty well. Um, we had a pretty nice little match up coming out of the out of that, um, you know, uh, pool of uh, drivers we had coming up. What and, was it? What What match? Well, it was he had Dirk in there, you had Alec, you had Adam, oh, yeah, you had, yeah, you yeah. Had Taylor yeah. Ray. I mean, you had a lot yeah, of those
0: top eight that top
3: those top yeah, eight, that, if it was dry, was there would stacked. have been a lot of that, one that more was, times. Yeah, that was yeah.
0: That was I mean, I was looking at it, I was just like, Okay, sure, we ended, but then looking back at the bracket, I was like, Wow, that would have been intense. That would've been like
2: Yeah, it's, mm-hmm. it was it was like Well wow. it was. I mean, we went through the first two battles of the top eight and they were both one more time.
3: Yeah, well. Uh, and, and, and
2: so it's, yeah, it was going to be like that. It, it would have been a long top eight, yeah, it was right. for sure. It but, was going to be a crazy one. I the thought,
0: the yeah. other kind, of, the other battle that was uh, a bit of a surprise was Dirk and Brian.
2: Dirk and Brian Baccia. Boc- yeah. oh Baccia? yeah,
0: Boccia. yeah, yeah. You're right because it was like,
2: I thought he almost took he almost took Dirk straight down. I couldn't believe it. Right, that was very impressive. That was a great run. I mean, when they. Yeah, that was, I was surprised how close that was. Sean yeah. Booth did but great, too. But Dirk Stratton did blow his motor, right? Didn't he blow his motor or something, Dirk Stratton? Right, yes, yes, so yes. So maybe that's what it was. Maybe his car was suffering. Maybe he was, you know what I'm saying? Okay. He could have been down on power or something that made that look like that. So I'm kind of curious. I may want to catch up with him. Jonathan
3: Nairnan looked amazing. He did, right? right? I think he would have took out oh, Adam. I don't know. He looked yeah. really good. So I don't know how it would have ended, but... That would have been definitely between because it was supposed to be Jonathan Nairn versus Adam LZ, and that would have been a have been intense.
0: How know. about uh, Taylor Hall? Taylor Hall looked dialed in. Taylor yeah, Hall did great. look down, yeah, pretty good. consistent throughout the whole weekend. Yeah,
3: considering yeah. he took out Brandon McDowell, you know, it was it, Brandon looked pretty good as well, but yeah. he still did a much better job. And then he was going to go against Schulman, which Schulman was doing great. Sean Booth Booth was great, but I guess Billy Mitchell took him out. I wasn't there for that one, so I don't know. Yeah, Billy Mitchell's looking pretty good. But Taylor Ray, Alec Hollandale, that was just like... That was insane. Right. And that car that Alec has is just freaking insane.
2: Yeah, well, I'll tell you, his 350Z is... pretty serious. I don't know, but that that
3: thing just... I mean, you have Jonathan Nairnon's car, which should be as similar to his car. That's right. They don't like... No, something is different about that car that's just Alex's like, car? I don't that's, know if it's, driving. it's it could his driving. It could be his driving. It could be just his driving. And But it just looks
0: like, I don't know. But one thing I will say is that his, either his driving or his car or the way how he has it all set up, he, you don't see him struggle so much no. up against slower cars like some of the other cars do. Yeah, exactly. Like, you see some of the other drivers, like I think Jonathan Naron, I think struggled against uh, a slower car or two. Oh, okay. And I don't and remember. I, I don't know if it's because he kind of like didn't set himself uh, up properly, or just the car was just set up. Well, the for The crazy too much thing work. about
3: him, he's like anytime he follows, he's either at their angle or more. Who Alec? Alec. Yeah. He's never like following and like cutting the line and having l- low angle, yeah. which you would expect if the car had a ton of grip. Right. That's what it would be doing. But no, he's the opposite. He's freaking slant. I mean, if he's not going more angle and wider, he's right at their angle and at the same line.
2: Yeah. Yeah. A lot so of times it, we said he'll like, be, he'll be, have a better lead line in the chase position. Right? With and either following. the same or the more angle and, and following and on. and on their door. It's like, yeah, he's... It's crazy. Yeah. You know, I can't wait to see him get back in the... Hopefully he get back in the, in the formula drift. I'd like to see him back in there again.
3: So much... It's so different follow than, like, Adam and Chelsea. Adam, I, I think Adam and Chelsea have a similar follow. They're very, you know, very close. But yeah. Kind of, like, very technical where they're making all these corrections and... And doing all these things to get the car closer. Yeah, but Chelsea's car is seeing... not Alex's car, though. No, it's not. It's not, it's not, it's not. <laughs> Actually, if you watch it, it barely made any smoke Yeah, most of the time. So that right. car was super gripped up and yeah. was just barely breaking loose. Mm-hmm. And just that's the way he had it set up. So it, yeah. it, it was insane. It was a crazy, uh, yeah, was, crazy event. Yeah, if we uh, just could have not had any rain, rain then we would have been on a whole it different It would have been an epic event. Yeah. That's for sure.
0: Yeah. The other thing I want to highlight is the, um, and we spoke about it at the event, just Matt Shulman, how he went through so many rounds of just yeah, issues. I've, yeah. Exactly. And just finally he gets the opportunity to yeah. get those issues like put to bed. To and he's able area. to like shine through. <laughs> and he gets and shut down. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's just crazy. Oh, yeah. yeah I was
2: good to see Matt Shulman actually. Have his car perform the way he built it to perform, and to watch him drive and show everybody that he is a capable driver. Hey, what about this? What about Cletus?
0: Oh uh, my gosh! That remind me of that. Yeah. I'm sure that he. Was can you just... imagine
3: how
2: upset he probably was? No, well, he came up to the booth. He seemed bummed, but he. he bro, he I flew really... out on his
3: helicopter after that. So <laughs> I don't know. No, he was bummed, but hey, listen, I. Right. Then I mean, again, I, I if don't, I'm don't, I am flying out of my helicopter, I'm not sure how bummed I'd be. He flew, <laughs> he, he flew, he, I
2: don't know. I mean, if, if he was really that bummed, he probably wouldn't fly, right? I mean, oh, I don't know. I mean, just want to crash into the crowd, you know? It's, right. But, right?
3: No, I'm just saying. It's
2: no, just, he he came up and he knows it's a whole other monster. I know he's practicing. I know he's practicing. Probably right now. Yeah, probably Burr. right now, as we speak. He's probably practicing right now, <laughs> so he'll be ready next round. It's just a different animal. Like they were saying, that car. The way the suspension and everything is, is you got to ride a full throttle, right? So he was riding, he was yeah. doing the Corvette, and he was probably modulating throttle, right? Because that's what you do. You modulate throttle. But when you get into this competitive drifting, you got to be able to go around the track with your freaking foot on the pedal like Brandon McDowell, you know, just, or Dirk Stratton or Alec Honedale, just freaking balls to the wall, hammer yeah, to the floor
3: the you, whole way around. You can't and you, let that car, you know, try to find its. You can't right. let the car let it go. and That's what they were telling us. That it's like, that car is
2: all or nothing. Like, you got to fully commit. And once you fully commit and you learn how to fully commit with that car, It's it'll be great. But, you know, he'll get it. He'll
0: get it. I just, it just seemed like it wasn't, I mean, aside from, I mean, in my opinion, it just wasn't set up mm-hmm. or dialed in. Mm-hmm. I just think that he wasn't accustomed to like the power band because when he went mm-hmm. for the second. Uh, qualifying run, and he was going through the inner clip number one. I, it just seemed to me like he wasn't ex- expecting the power band to come in so quickly mm-hmm. the way that it did, and then he kind of like lost it and wasn't able to countershear in time.
3: I'm sure Vaughn's going to come out there and teach him how to drive it. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it,
2: um, we're not worried. Cletus will be back.
3: Yeah, but or... it was just interesting to. I mean, I would be bummed if you know I just bought the car and I'm like. I'm out there, you know, just trying to give it my all, and just can't make it work. Yeah, I couldn't qualify. Couldn't right. even qualify. Yeah. yeah, but like I said, it's the car. We know it probably it's not- better for better for him if he, if he can't. Like it's not hard to control. Probably better just get some seat time with it. And, yeah. You know, that was I think his second time driving it. Right. Exactly. Which, yeah. Yeah,
0: so. that's nuts. Uh, the other thing too is just Taylor Ray, which I mean, that car was supposed to be retired. Yeah, at the end of season two, you
3: know what yeah. he said he did is he said he put like grippier tires up front by accident.
0: He put, he put his the rear, rear tires, tires in the front, in the front, in the front, and it was because one of his uh his crew rims. members mentioned it, like he wouldn't have noticed, he would have just gone no, to the in event the video. with, no, with in those the video. tires. No,
3: in the video, he 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 basically Said he said was, he was wearing down the rim mm. to where almost the lip was coming off. So he took, threw away those and he put his rear tires on and ran with those on the front. And he's like, he's a total proponent of having a lot of grip. I've always been that way too in the front. I've always liked to have a lot of grip in the front. I mean, Chelsea is the complete opposite because he says you can run. You know, that's why he did that drifting video with donuts in the front because he's like, you really just, you don't really need grip in the front to drive. Yeah, no, I, so,
2: I'm I'm along that line too. Like I've always run real narrow tires in the front, and not really been too picky on what I run in the front. Really?
3: Yeah, so yeah. yeah, so so Chelsea's on that wavelength now. Taylor Ray's on the complete opposite. He wants a lot of grip up front, and that's the way I am too. And I, I like I don't know I like it. I like the lot of grip up front. Uh, it's I don't know. It's maybe because you, you can point the car in different ways and different. I don't know. It's different.
0: But do you feel that, Do you feel the car is faster? Or no, is no, it just, just kind of like the, the... It feels like
3: you can control the car more. It's The car's probably a lot faster with less grip in the front because you're not driving the car around the front. You're just slowly as fast as you can go the other way. Um, I don't know. I've always liked a lot of grip in the front. He put more grip in the front and found out he likes it even more because... He was he was saying that you know Chelsea really likes not that much grip. I was starting to go that way, but I was and then I tried this and I'm like, no, I'm the opposite. I like a lot of grip. So he was he was on board with the, the, the extra grip in the front, and he says the car is like feels like a whole different yeah, like a lot better. And he drives with he drives with no power steering.
0: Well, you can you can kind of get away with it with a, car, a small car like that. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's just so. like an eight six. It's in
2: all way. I mean, the steering return everything feels the same.
0: Well, I would. I mean, I wouldn't go so far as to say that, but mm. I'm just saying, like, when you don't. He said
3: it, He said it's a workout. Yeah, really. He said it's a workout. I man. can imagine. Yeah. yeah.
0: I mean, yeah. yeah I know when my power steering
3: it. died on that thing. God, it felt like <laughs> I, th- I thought. I thought. <laughs> well, I can understand why. Why? What's his name? Put- but is he is he manual rack? No power steering, or he's power no, steering I, rack? He, he's manual racks, so which yeah, that's different. But I'll tell you right. what. BMWs when they lose power steering. Much easier to drive, and what really it, and you know what it is it's because it's easier to steer a front rack than it is to steer a rear rack. oh, it doesn't require as much power the the wheels turn a lot easier on a front rack Oh, huh. i don't know These this thing if you I lost power steering in my g thirty five and I f- thought the wheel locked, that's how hard it was to turn no it didn't it didn't lock right. it's just like. Oh my god! You really have to like yeah,
0: really that's turn why it into, That's why Ryan, Ryan, Ryan to the wall because
3: like it took everything in my power to turn that wheel when I was driving. When I lost power steering, I can only imagine. Yeah, he, he I mean, he guy's small guy. Yeah, like it. it yeah, I was able to turn my car, but it was not anywhere near as fast as I needed to. And I've lost power steering in the E thirty, and it, it it feels like it okay, got heavy, but not not like this. This felt like it locked up. Mm. I honestly thought my, I broke a raw arm or something because when it, the way it locked up, but it was just, no, the power string broke. That's all it was. Mm. So it's dangerous in those cars. Not so dangerous in BMWs because the front rack and the rack is easier to turn. At least that's my experience. I don't know if that's true, but that's my experience with the E30. I've lost power string with it and been like, oh, okay, well, I can still drive. The More You Know by Paul Murphy. Well, what? I don't
2: know. I don't know. No, you do know. You just said it. Know, that's what I think. Or wait, the more opinion. you don't
0: know by Paul Murphy. The more, the more you, Paul
3: doesn't know by Paul
0: Murphy. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll
3: tell you what. I was right
0: with my... I should be a meteorologist. I'll tell
3: you what. <laughs> I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. I'm going to be a meteorologist. I've never heard then. you say that. He,
0: he was on the case with, I mean, the, I was on uh, with the weather conditions. I was like,
3: it's going to rain right now. No, you were wrong. I told you to just... Don't come back. Don't go to Starbucks. Don't come back. Please... <laughs> <laughs> and Tim's like, you got to call him. You got to call. Him. I'm like, it's going to rain. It's going to rain. It's going to rain. I've <laughs> got yeah. my yeah, beetle you came, came all August. the way
0: back. Yeah, I did. I had to the like high tie back. I was just like, oh, it's back. I got to make sure, you know, mm-hmm. with the yeah. broadcast. And all of a sudden, I'm like, I get and back, you came and back. And came back
3: again and it rained.
0: Right. But I at least I was yeah. back, yeah. you know, when yeah. I needed to be back. And
3: mm-hmm.
0: uh, I mean, I, hey. I didn't miss out on what happened with uh, Alec Hollandale and uh, Taylor Ray. So
3: no, but we could have just went home. Yeah, we could
2: have went home. We could have just went home. We could have been at the 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 the, the Celtic the, the K? Celtic, what it? Celtic Ray. The, the Celtic Celtic Ray the Celtic Ray Celtic
0: or is it Celtic Ray Celtic, Celtic. Oh yeah, no, Celtic. It's, Celtic. It's, it's not Celtic. Celtic.
2: It's pronounced Celtic. 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 It's pronounced really?
3: Celtic. Yes, mm-hmm.
2: yes, okay. Celtic. Okay. <laughs> You don't listen to Celtic. You're thinking of the Boston Celtics, but I'm it's the Celtic. To, I'm Celtic. trying to
3: BS him into saying oh, no, that, be... one's
2: okay. that one's Celtic. <laughs> it's Celtic.
3: You're trying to overconfidence me. You know? Overconfidence, you, you know? I mean, yeah, that's
2: what it's I Hate me. Did, did
0: you want me to play back the 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 clips? No, no, I had? No?
2: No. Okay. no, no. We already went over. It's good. Uh, okay. We need we need to. Uh, I, I need to do take this inspection cam and look inside this one cylinder that hasn't had a spark plug in it for six years. What? Yeah, Six years. so the car well, like four or five years. However long this car was sitting with the one J in it at Jackson's shop? There was one spark plug missing. When I got the car back, Probably I realized a rat
3: in there and a yeah, I have no idea what's and... in
2: that cylinder. I know all the other, I, you know, all the other ones had the spark plugs in it, so those seem I'm sure those are fine. But there's the one I haven't put a spark plug in it because I got all the spark plugs and the coil packs ready to go in it, but I don't want to put a spark plug in the hole until I look into the piston. Oh, so I want to see what's in there. Okay. I'm afraid to see what's in there. Piston. Thing is, it's, on these one j it's just like it's a gutter and everything just like where the valve between the valve covers is all like a gutter. There's no right. like drainage or, no, you know what I'm saying? Just There's, it's, just, it's just all the junk goes down uh, there. Yeah, all the crap goes right in there. Yeah, 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 just like Florida.
3: Yeah. All the crap just flows, just flows down flows to, the down to... <laughs> yep. Oh boy. Well, you we'll want send it off with that?
0: Yep. Yeah, okay. I think so. Uh, one of the one of, one of thing I wanted to mention too is. Uh, August uh, 12th to the 14th mm-hmm. is round three happening in the same place. Um, Different layout. Right. Yeah, this layout doesn't look any fun either. No, it's on the bank.
3: You start the opposite way of the bank and then you do the same thing on the inside. It's like. I don't so
2: they're using the bank. That'll be better.
3: Yeah, whatever. It looks a lot more bank than it has been in the last time. The last time was like half bank or something like that. Or no. It was full bank. It was full yeah, bank. It was full bank. So I literally I think it's actually the, literally the first round backwards actually. I think that's what it is. It's the first round backwards. That's fine. So, we'll see how it is. Yeah. All right, so you're saying.
0: Yeah. Um crap. I lost my train of thought. Oh, the uh, next well, round. No, I I think it was just that um just want to thank the the drivers who took the time to mm-hmm. really to, to chat with us. I know it was busy and everybody's mm-hmm. sort of uh working to kind of get their car mm-hmm. dialed in for the for the weekend. So uh, for those of you who took the time to chat with us, we really appreciate it, not only to uh, get information from you, but also, like I mentioned, uh, and I'm sure Tim shares the same sentiment, just to kind of get to know you guys a mm-hmm. little bit better and, and kind of to help us convey some of your stories to the crowd, uh, not only is a uh, you know, benefit for us, but I think it's a benefit for you guys and, and to kind of let everybody know that it's, uh, it's not easy out there. No. And it's, uh, it's a real struggle, but and, and a lot is on the line. Mm-hmm. And there's a reason why you guys are there, and, and um, it's not just for the fame and glory. No, as, it, it, uh, it wouldn't happen without you. Yes, indeed. And um, we hope to see you again on round three, and uh, be sure to catch us as we walk around the pits again to kind of yep. um, you know, do the same thing. So be ready for that. In the meantime, uh, you could uh, catch us again uh, two weeks from now. Mm-hmm. Um same time, same place, mm-hmm. maybe same oh, bad three. channel. Same wait, what bat channel? <laughs> same bat channel, same no. bat place. No, I it was the old Batman. The original Batman.
3: There was, You've was never seen that? really? Wow. Know. Well, yeah, Bang. I've
2: seen
0: yes, I've seen that. Yes. Yeah, well, yeah, well, yeah. Said, yeah, he he yeah said, at said, the end of the
2: episode. T- yeah. Tune in next week. the same bad channel, the same bad place. And
0: that's how we'll end it. Thank you, folks, for tuning in. We'll catch you next time. Take care. Goodbye. (laughs) All right.